This podcast is a production of the Johns Hopkins University Press. To learn more, please visit press.jhu.edu journals. Thank you for tuning in to this Johns Hopkins University Press podcast. My name is Brian Shea, and I am the Public Relations and Advertising Manager in the Journals Division. The Journal of Modern Greek Studies has a new editorial team. Johanna Hanink from Brown University serves as the Arts and Humanities Editor, while Antonis Elinas from the University of Cyprus is the Social Sciences Editor. The pair joined us for a conversation about their path to the masthead, as well as future plans for the journal. Thank you both for joining me today. Tell me, how did you two end up in this new position? approached by the Publications Committee of the Modern Greek Studies Association. So they began their search for new editors well in advance of the changeover, and they solicited applications. And I had been getting more active in the Modern Greek Studies Association. I had joined the executive board and was actually already a member of the editorial board of the Journal of Modern Greek Studies. And it just seemed like a great way to really get to know the field better. It's a little bit of a new field for me, but it's one that that I feel very strongly about. And so I put in an application and uh, it wound up being successful, which I'm very, very glad for. And Tony, how about you? Well, as a political scientist who works on uh, comparative European and Greek politics, uh, I have followed the journal with great interest. It has a reputation a 37-year-old reputation as a venue for the publication of excellent scholarship on modern Greece. In this trajectory, uh, as a university press journal, it has managed to bring together highly, highly reputable scholars from different disciplines. I'm impressed in how it manages to bridge arbitrary, disciplinary, and epistemological divides, and in establishing itself as a very attractive venue for the publication of original research on modern Greece. So I was approached, um, like Johanna, a year ago from, the, from this committee to, to apply for the social science editorship. I thought of it as a great challenge to build on this solid reputation, try to further expand the research horizons of the journal and to broaden its academic audience. Uh, and I think uh, it is a good time to take up on this task, largely because of the recent attention on the rapid changes in Greek politics and society. Uh, which provide an opportunity to broaden exactly in the reach and the impact of the journal. Johanna, how important is it for the journal to have the dual editor role here with specific foci? Well, I would say that it's just not just important, but it, it's really essential. And Andonis was sort of gesturing to this in his previous response, but the journal is really extraordinarily interdisciplinary. Modern Greek studies covers a, a huge spectrum of Field. So in order to have the rigorous peer review process to maintain it, to continue it, we really needed to have people who were a, a whole team, really, of people covering, you know, at least the humanities and social sciences divide. So I think it's really an, an essential part of our organization's structure. And then Tony's, uh, Joanna just mentioned the team. Uh, I think I counted six countries are represented, places where people are located by you two and the editorial board. How important is that rich geographical diversity to make sure the journal is as uh, robust as possible? Yeah, I think this is a very astute um, observation. This is indeed a very diverse editorial team, uh, as Johanna very rightly said, uh, and it's one that reflects 
the very diversity of the journal. And I think this diversity is not only geographical, but also epistemological and disciplinary. And I think in its 37 years of existence under this university press group, the journal has managed to bring together uh, all these different uh, epistemological and disciplinary approaches to the study of modern Greece to recruit authors and reviewers from dozens of countries and research institutions. And I think this diversity is one of the biggest strengths of the journal. Uh, Johanna, how do you hope researchers can use the journal in their work beyond the them getting people getting their work in the journal? How do you hope it gets used beyond that? Well, I mean, I think that thanks to, to things like you know, social media platforms and the rigorous refereeing process, double-blinded peer review process that we have, I mean, we like to see that the work of the publication itself is extremely important, but kind of as a virtual intellectual meeting place for all different people across the various disciplines in the ways that um, Andonis was mentioning to kind of come together and serve as a, a real place for the exchange of ideas. So we have an extremely active Facebook group with hundreds of members. We have a new Twitter account for not only sort of disseminating information about what's going on with the publication, new articles, new issues, etc., but it, it also a, a kind of information aggregator about the field. And really, because our, our peer review process is, is really rigorous and robust and we're so committed to it, I mean, we really think that just even that process of you know, soliciting referees' reports and communicating with authors that it, it, it's a it's become even just the process of submission submitting to the journal becomes a, a place for gaining constructive feedback and, and collaboration in terms of um, getting articles to the place of, of publication. Now, Antonis, what can people expect coming up in the next few issues? What would you guys have kind of up your sleeve as you really get settled in this position? Uh, after 2019, the, the journal has in line a number of thematic sections, and I'm very grateful that Johanna has been involved in this and has taken a, a very active role in, in lining them up. So in, in May 2020, we'll be focusing on the concept of the Greek village and have a stellar lineup of articles examining this idea from different perspectives. In October 2020, we'll have a fantastic set of articles on ruins in contemporary Greek art, cinema, and literature. And in May 2021, uh, we'll be focusing on the 200-year anniversary of the outbreak of the Greek War of Independence, uh, and we'll have a fascinating combination of articles re-examining the birth of modern Greece. That's great. What have you learned so far in the early going as an editor that maybe you didn't expect or maybe you it, it, you, it confirmed something you were expecting? Well, I guess I would start by returning to a point that Andonis made that, you know, I knew that the field of modern Greek studies was really interdisciplinary and really diverse, but I think that these last six months since the, the editorial transition, kind of the chance to work with our, not only our authors, but the other editors and the peer reviewers has really kind of shown a light for me on just how rich and diverse the field is and really just how, how very modern a field it is. I mean, we have authors, scholars writing articles on, on really kind of up-to-the-minute developments um, in Greece and throughout the Greek diaspora more generally. I mean, it's a, it's a really extraordinarily rich, deep, and truly modern field that we're working with. So I think these were things that I had a sense of and things that attracted me to this position and to the field to begin with. But really, the last six months have just been really uh, a very rich confirmation and illuminating sort of uh, perspective on that.
So we have really learned a lot from uh, the, the previous editorial team, and uh, we're still learning. But as Johanna rightly said, we're learning a lot from each other. This is uh, uh, primarily a new uh, editorial team, and uh, it's so diverse that it's inevitable to, to learn uh, so much from others about different disciplines, but also on how to, to get things done and get things working. So uh, I, I think this has been the, the greatest uh, experience that I've had. Well, that's great. I really appreciate you two taking some time. It sounds, now that you're already planned out through 2021, it sounds like there's a lot of exciting, <laughs> stuff, exciting stuff on the horizon, and we're looking forward to sharing it with your readers and even more people. Well, thank you very much for, for having us. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this Johns Hopkins University Press podcast. Please visit press.jhu.edu slash journals for more information.